0: Log Talk Radio. A man project is the right be here. That's why he goes there for, is to unlock the door. Will those around increase?
1: it was the long version of the song. I'm going to welcome everybody to Vibe Time with Jerry, and we also have Ryan and Holly Mullins on my show tonight. But also, we're combining shows because we have the freaking awesome paranormal show with me, too, which is Ryan Jones and Angie Parker. But Angie may not be able to join us tonight, so it's all, it's all good. It's all good. But... I'm going to go ahead and start unmuting people and just getting right into things because we have about two hours where we're going to be talking about a lot of stuff. But hold on. Let me boop. Unmute. All right. What we need from y'all is right, to know. I'm here. Okay, if we're echoing, that's the one big thing. Hi. Hi. Hello. That's the one good thing to know is if y'all hear an echo, the audience, because that way we can sit here and try to fix it. If y'all hear any echo, please let me know. Can y'all hear us
2: okay?
1: I don't hear any echo. Is anybody in chat right now? See, I'm hearing a little bit of echo now. Got Let me see where it's coming out of. All right, hold on. Uh, say something, I Holly. Hear Holly. All right, so, Kimberly. All right, Michelle is saying it sounds good. Does it sound good now? I can't hear Holly at all. <clears throat> on my. On my on Did I know uh, I unmuted you, all right, Holly? Yeah, she's unmuted on the. Um... She's totally unmuted she's not on, on blog the... talk. Huh?
2: She's not coming through block blog talk on my end.
1: Oh, see, I hear you fine. David, you hear Holly say something. Holly. Let me see. Let me take my earbuds out. No echo. So everybody's saying that there's no echo so far. I've cut it all the way down on my computer, but I need to be able to hear Holly on blog talk. Ryan on repeat. No echo on phone, Tina says, so... Ryan's repeating himself, that's because we don't love him.
2: I'm here, 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 here. Hello, 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 hello.
1: Now I'm on repeat, I don't know. I'm an evolving hoe, is that what you said, John Stevens? What? What? You are a, oh, I'm echoing. I'm echoing now. Okay, hold on. Ryan is echoing. Okay. All right, let me, hold on. Just we thought we got it, should have figured it out. We're going to figure know. it out. Hold on. All right, what about now? Now we're echoing still? I'm not.
2: Okay, right. I I'm good. My
1: computer turned all the way down, and I'm listening to you guys on my on my earphone. I'm hearing Ryan echoing automatically, though. Yeah.
2: Right, let me and try. Want-
1: I'm gonna try just talking through my speaker. Yeah, because you're echoing on my on my regular phone. But other than that, how about that? Now I'll my-
2: no, turn it off. Turn it. Unplug my speaker from my computer.
1: All right, is everything okay, y'all? All All right, so we're good to go. Holly's good to go, too. Say something, Holly. Hello. Hello. I don't hear
2: Holly, so, I mean, I don't know if, like...
1: Y'all don't hear each other? How the hell y'all don't hear each other? What about now? Say something.
2: Hello.
1: Hello there. That's scary, Ryan.
2: Ryan. Why, hello there. How are you doing today? This hmm. is Love Doctor talking to you tonight on Spiritual Power <laughs> Hour. <laughs> so I am thinking if, Ryan, you mute your mic as blog talk,
3: and I would like talk that our voices through the video um, will be able to be
1: heard on blog talk. Is that right? Yeah, that I should hear be you right. right. That's because I got my phone sitting right next to the computer. I just want to make sure I'm not oh. echoing. Wow. Let me uh so
2: let me Savannah, it
1: up, it up. Love you, too. John Stevens, David Flowers, Kimberly. Who else is on here? Tina, she's calling in. Yeah, I hear myself so got... echoing. as hell.
2: Yeah, if I turn, I turn my computer, I'll oh, maybe, maybe I can hear Holly talking.
1: John, we but can't just go work. with but it. to sound good. So I'm using the video to talk. Got that, Ryan?
2: So you're talking through the video?
1: Yeah, I'm not even hearing any echoes now. Hi, John. How are you? I'm not either.
3: I just, um, he's really
1: low. I can hear Ryan fine. Say something, Ryan. Something, Ryan. Yep. See, I hear him fine. Yeah, but can you hear him at least somewhat? It's not that he matters, I mean. Like I'm standing down a hallway, like a long, long hallway. You like I to talk to
2: each other from like a mile apart, and we could barely hear each other. Yeah,
1: because um, oh, John John Stevens says he, he hears me and Holly just fine, and they can hear you too, Ryan. So I guess we're good. I think it's. Uh right, so I think we're good except Holly's going to have to strain to hear you.
2: Well, I'm not trying to, to hear Holly too cuz I can't hear shit.
1: Well, that's going to suck. Let me try this really quick. And see. Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me now? Can you hear me you now?
2: Fine, Barry. Do what? Could you try like muting the computer and try talking to your phone?
1: I've tried that, then I can't. Let me try. Then I alright, go ahead and talk. Hello. Okay. Say something, Holly. See I can't hear Holly when she on the phone. What in the world's wrong with Holly's phone? Yeah, I can't I can hear you fine. Michelle said everybody sounds fine. But now I can't hear Holly at all. I have to I have to cut my computer up, my laptop up to hear her. Nobody can hear her now because I cut her down. Just be can it? Hold on.
2: Just be call
1: in. Everything works fine. Yeah. See now I can barely hear Holly on the computer, so I don't know what's going on with the with the phone. It's actually the cell phone, I think. Hmm. Okay, go back out and go back in. Go back to what it was. So if
2: I if I take my speaker my phone off speaker and just listen to talk to it through the through the computer, will it pick up on Block Talk? Could Let me see. And put my speaker back in here.
1: Just to let you know, TT, T., I'm not checking. I'm not seeing too many messages because I'm trying. I'm not able to multitask. Hello. All right. Go back to what it was. I don't even remember what the hell it was, John Steven.
2: All right, so I'm not.
1: On, I think I hear you fine. Okay. Okay. I hear you fine.
2: Yeah, you I want to fine do that, now. I'm just you know. All right, so you come. I'm coming through the phone now. I can hear yeah. myself anyway. All right. That's distracting.
1: With a slight echo, but yeah, as long as it's not I, you know the echoing on the phone on my end doesn't bother me. It's on the actual feed itself. Yeah. So every. My question to everybody that's tuning in tonight is it is there an echo where y'all are at? Because that's what we're trying to make sure that's not happening. Somebody, John Jeremy,
2: talk twice is kind of. I don't like my I like the way my voice sounds
1: anyway, so I'm like hearing myself. David is of, saying there's echo now, so I think we're good. And if we're okay. not, we'll or tell us.
3: Okay. So I went completely out of the phone. So if y'all can hear me, is that okay to do that?
1: Or? Yeah, everybody's saying there's no echo, but I I can hear an echo through the landline. Yeah.
3: So yep. I'm watching the
1: stream, live stream. uh uh-huh. I want to hear all that, Yeah. Yeah. So I turned it off, and I'm trying to multitask. I can't check all these messages you're sending to me. Yeah, I I know that there's a slight echo. I'm hearing it on the landline. Jerry Summers says the gentleman has an echo, so you think I'm yeah. a
2: gentleman.
1: Yeah, we know that you're not. Yeah, <laughs> <Don't that lie. laughs>
2: yeah not so much. I Let appreciate my, that, Jerry. I've got you full.
1: Okay, go ahead, Holly. go ahead,
2: Holly.
1: There's still an echo on the landline. I mean, you don't know to get this stuff straight until you go on the air. Yeah, and we should actually do nev- a practice show
2: sometime, Jerry, and and try to work out the kinks so we'll know exactly what
1: to do. You know what sucks is that David Flowers, myself, and John Savage had all the kinks worked out. I just don't know. John Savage isn't on here to say, hey, this is what you need to do, because he's really good at stuff like that. Uh-huh. And, I mean, kinks were worked out. Nobody echoed. I think David had a little bit of a problem, but that was it. And then, But the show went, everything was fine. But I hear myself echoing on this phone, and I don't like it. I be well, I mean, maybe if you take your like, I have my phone off speaker right now, and I'm still coming through. Maybe if you take
2: your phone off speaker, if it's on speaker right now, it could it would still work. Yeah, and
1: see, I can't.
2: Or you put your the AirPod I'm... in. Hello.
1: Yeah, and see, I can't hear you on. Please.
2: There's Holly. Hello. Hello. Welcome back.
3: I
1: can hear you you good now. There we go. Yeah, I see. Yeah, now there's a big time echo. So
3: on StreamYard, if you guys are doing that, you need to mute, mute your volume there on that
0: tab.
1: All right, so I did that. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Hello. Okay, I can hear you, Ryan, but there's still an echo coming off the the landline for for a blog talk. So you do the same thing,
3: Ryan, on Streamyard. Mute it because okay. that volume that's coming through your speakers
2: is echoing to the phone. Or right, my well, my speakers all the way, all the way down.
3: Okay, so the site itself is StreamYard. You can right-click into it or whatever. I don't know if you're are you, you're on a laptop, right?
2: Yeah. I, I put my I put my my turn my speakers on because I couldn't hear you on the on the I couldn't hear you on the block talk, Holly. So I had to turn my my speakers right, up so on David my computer had, to hear you. Had,
1: he had to mute on his computer speaker and microphone last week in order. So maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Let me see. See, so yeah, I've
3: only got mute. the camera
1: on the live stream. Dave, are you ta- I can't remember. Are you talking about on actual StreamYard? Can you tell me? Am I muting them on StreamYard too? Yeah, I've
3: seen uh, a mute on there.
2: So, yeah, I, uh, I hear you. Fine. I'm on block talk now, Holly. Okay.
1: But can people hear me on Streamyard if I'm muted? I have okay, so I have to mute you both on Streamyard too. That way, there's no echo. Yeah. All right. So he's got it. Thank you. I still hear a little bit of an echo, but not as bad. I don't feel I can't find my headphones, and I don't feel like these are my big ones. He said he just went through the phone, so we're good.
3: Cool beans.
1: All
2: right, you guys hear me?
1: Can anybody yeah. hear me on the, on the on the streamyard too? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm sure I know they can hear you on streamyard. Okay. They would tell me if you can't or if they can't. So, I wanted to talk about a couple of events real quick. And and I wanted to talk about yours last, Holly, because there was a couple of things that, you know, I wanted you to kind of talk about a little bit about what's, you know, what's that going to entail so that people can understand if that's okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. One of the events we have coming up is um, Saturday, May 14th. Um, wait, hold on. Let me back that up. We got a Boo Bitch event for domestic violence. That's coming up at the Cabin on 360 and that's going to be April 30th through May 1st and we still have tickets available for that event. They're $60. All the proceeds that we get from that particular event are going to go to Safe Harbor Domestic Violence Shelter for Women. So we don't, we are not keeping any of that money. It is being donated to the local domestic violence shelter. So that particular night we're going to have like a potluck dinner. Um, we have a speaker coming out for um, from Safe Harbor. Actually, I think her name is Mary. She's going to be setting up a table. She's going to be talking to the ladies about domestic violence. We have some raffle baskets that we're going to do. Holistic Wellness Blends, along with wicks and Glitter um, glimmers, are going to be sending. They're actually going to be donating little bags for everybody or boxes for everybody with all kinds of nice stuff in there, so... I'm looking forward to getting that because it yeah. can be awesome. Really, really nice things. Um, I've got a Reiki, like a Reiki basket going, but David Flowers has donated his book um, to go in that basket and then a set of dousing rods to go into that basket. And then I also have I Love Herb, which is our store in Urbana, which stands for Urbana, but it's I Love Herb. She's gonna be putting some stuff in this basket as well, so. No, oh, that's awesome. That sounds... That's gonna be really cool. It's a,
2: yeah. It's a female-only event too. It's it's all it's all girls. All weekend. Yeah, all it's women. A good getaway. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis so is really allowed awesome. to come because we're gonna dress him up. Oh. I mean, I might stop by to say hi. So. So.
1: Yeah. Okay. I'm being told I'm echoing really bad, so now I've got to figure it out. Ugh. This is such a pain in the butt.
3: It is. I'm not good at puzzles this quickly either.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Especially when you're actually trying, you're trying to do the show at the same time
1: and figure out what's going on. Well, you know, you'd think I'd be used to multitasking with all the stuff I do in one day. Yeah, David Flowers is saying it's really bad. On Tina's phone, she said it's fine because um, she has to she has to call into the show.
3: Gotcha. So it yeah, is Greenyard.
1: Can... Um... Do I let me see if I can mute? Let me do it this way then. What happens if I mute my speaker too? Can y'all still hear me?
3: Yeah, I can hear you.
1: I hear you. Okay. Did I hear you. Your check... block talk though.
3: But yeah, same. I ain't got I all the way yard, so I
1: guess they have to tell you. Yeah. No, you're good. Am I still echoing now? Just type in yes real quick if I am. So, anyway, that's going to be a really good event, and we're looking forward to it. It's an overnight event, too, by the way. So, all right, he said no echo, so I'm good now. Okay. Yay. Yeah, it's about damn time we fixed this one.
0: <laughs>
1: we just got it right so, eventually. Um, it's going to be overnight, so doors are going to open up at two o'clock. So that's when the event's actually going to start. is on t- at, is at two o'clock, and it's gonna and then at you know five, about five o'clock we're going to start a little potluck dinner, and then six o'clock we're going to have our guest speaker, and then we're just going to have fun from there. And then we're going to clean up the cabin really pretty on Sunday.
0: Cool. Who's the
1: guest speaker? The woman's touch. So anyway. It means- yeah, anyway, that's going to be that. Um, May 14th at the Cabin on 360 is another event in memory of Glenn Morgan. And for people that don't know who Glenn Morgan was, Ryan, can you talk a little bit about that for me?
2: I really don't I, don't. I mean, it, it, I've never met. I personally never met Never met him, uh, but apparently he he, he I, supported a bunch of groups. Um, he was a big supporter of Belgrove. Plantation. A lot of people, he's really well-liked in the paranormal community. Um, He was always either at an event or supporting events. He'd watch live streams. And and, uh, he was, he touched a lot of people. And a lot of people are wanting to help his family out. So we're going to have an event um, at the cabin on May 14th to kind of raise money to help his family out. With uh, expenses and stuff, so if you if you knew him and you want to come out and join us, you know, just bring a donation, and we don't have like a set amount. I don't think.
1: I don't know. Um,
2: But John Sullivan
1: at he said Glenn Morgan fundraiser May fourteenth at the cabin. That's what we're currently talking about. Um,
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: I thought tickets were I thought there was um, tickets were forty dollars on that for his memory of. From what I, because I wrote it down.
2: Okay. Well, yeah, I made mean, this so I haven't looked at the event yet. Um, yeah. Dennis made it. De- Dennis. Dennis is in charge of that. Yeah, um, I thought- so Forty dollars. Yeah. Yep. Um,
1: and now, let's talk about Holly's event May twenty first. Tickets are fifty
3: bucks. Yes. You you get public
1: investigation with psychics Holly Mullins and Dallas Adams, but people question seances sometimes. And you know, when people are thinking about seances, they're looking at the movies. I remember a seance with you, and it was just so energetically good for me. I loved it. Um, But other people may not understand that, so go.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: yourself. <laughs>
2: so
3: first of all, this is becoming a yearly event for us um, and love it. I love it. I love the interaction with everybody out there. Every time we come out and have one of these events, um, there's just tons of love and people and the seances end up being totally amazing because what people don't realize is the seance is not so much about what's around you as far as the location. It's about the energy in the circle. Um, So technically all we are are conduits, you know, that energy. It's the same thing as you was to put um, your gadgets down to create energy in a room, um, except this is more powerful. This is energy. This is from source and the consciousness. So, um, you know, we really just put out the vibrations. We let everybody feel that healing and feel that energy um, and if so happens that a spirit comes through to interact I typically take over the mediumship role for that um, and every time that we've been there it's been funny because we'll be in the middle of the seance and something's going on in the rancher and spirits like somebody's getting pulled out of the rancher I shit you not the last two times that we had this event it happened did it not run?
2: yes it did
3: it's really cool. So they are nothing like what you. A lot of people speculate they are like conjuring up demons or you know wow. what it, whatever it may be. But um, I wanted to
1: clarify. clarify. Yeah, right there. That's mm-hmm. what I wanted you to clarify because that's what people assume that that's what it is. Hi Dallas, how are you? Yay.
3: So no, it's not conjuring up anything. Energy is all around us. So it ain't like. Haunted locations, you know, are, they're special because of the energy imprints on them locations. But if you were to, to, to do a seance in someone's home that didn't have any kind of past of haunted energy your imprints on the land or the home you would still be the conduit right you would be that conduit for energy so if someone had a message for a loved one they would come forth at that time um, if you, you just feel things you it gives you a moment of peace to silence and to be with other people connected in a circle to be able to feel those energies and interact and to know that with this energy you can do so many different things with it such as the healing part, which is received in each one of the circles. Um, Mm -hmm. It can be scary for some people because, I mean, seriously, the things that you experience during a circle of any kind of energy work is amazing. Uh, Sometimes I take it for granted because, you know, I'm sure you do too, Jerry. You've been doing it for so long. You feel the energy. We take that for granted, but we re- we don't realize that some people's never experienced that before. Um, so it can be a little scary. Um, I always tell people that come into the to the seances to come in with a clear mind, open heart, and we always say to people in, we have a very good, uh, very beautiful little ceremony that we do for everyone that comes into the circle. Um, and you're safe with us. You're very much so 100% safe.
1: Right, and Dallas said that he's doing well tonight. Thanks for asking. The energy flows, and for those who've never felt it, it can be intense. And it really can, because um, mm-hmm. I, I remember the circle too, but I also remember getting there saying, hmm, I wonder what kind of seance this is going to be. But then once you explained it, it's almost like an intense Reiki session to me. It is. It's just, it is. It, when you really think about it, that is really – what it is because when we're doing distant Reiki, like I don't know about you, but I stack people on top of each other. I mean, I know people would laugh at that, but that's how we do distant Reiki when we're doing it, we're stacking. And so it's the same thing. It's just that we're all in physically with each other. And when you're really in tune to yourself, you can feel some awesome stuff going through that circle. Um, from people like, and I'm sure Holly will agree with me, you know, you'll feel people's pains, you'll feel where certain people's injuries are at, you'll feel where people's sorrow is at, you know, yep. you'll feel spirits step out, you know, yep. um, it's very, energy is very powerful, and I wish people would take the time out to really, really learn to get in tune with themselves, because it's yeah. something that's really powerful, and the, and when I People like you know you want to make that that energy connection with those people you know with anybody and you know some people are able to do it and some people you know they struggle with that but I think that everybody has the abilities.
3: They do. I
1: think people take,
3: take
2: take for granted too. Sorry, Holly, just to, to work on their energy, they they yeah. don't think about that. They think about you know you know working out, eating right doing that kind of stuff, but but their spiritual energy, they don't really take that into consideration. Yeah,
1: and there's a saying that I have on my mirror that says, no man has ever been sick when they have learned to silence themselves. And that is very true.
3: It is. Um, and, and just for an example for you guys, and, and during other seances other than at the cabin, um, we've had no bad experiences that I ever could recall where um, we were in that moment. Um, people do have experiences, but at the beginning of this, it's like I said, you have to come in with a really, really open heart and clear mind. Um, some people bring their troubles to the circle, um, and they find themselves feeling energy that feels, rubs them the wrong way. Um, it's because that going into a seance, it's, it's a very much so stepping into sacred space. Um, and when you need to work on your shit, um, spirit is going to nudge you, and it makes you a little sitting duck, too, for any energies energy that are around. Now, mind you, not to the actual location itself, not only, but around. You are a, a light. We are a light of either
0: mm-hmm. that
3: to attract darkness or the light, right? So it, it is how you come into that circle.
1: Right, right, and that's true, too. Yeah. Yeah,
3: But I always, I always keep a tab on everybody. I always make sure that everybody's okay. Um, if anybody ever starts feeling uncomfortable, we pull them out of that circle. I'll take them outside. We'll wash that energy off of them, and we'll just let them sit outside of the seance. So can everybody handle it? Um, most of everybody. Um, and, you know, there's people out there who really don't believe in this or they think that shit they think it's uh, shits and giggles so they get in the circle and they're like, Oh my god, they can't handle it because when we talk about shadow work and spirituality, baby, I mean you know, you just can't step in and go, Here I am, let's do this I, you know, it's like working with the Ouija board, it's working with any type of tool spiritually. You have to learn the tool, mm-hmm. you have to learn the rules around it. Um, You got to know and learn how to shield yourself and know how to deal with the negative aspects of everything because it's there no matter what. I mean, this it's the yin and yang right, of the universe. There's always going to be negativity. There's always going to be positivity. It's your choice whether we choose to dwell over in the positive or the negative things. So, you know, seances on this side of it, it comes from a very spiritual, very sacred space where you are 100%
2: safe. Right, and Sherry said every respect. person we've had to come out there yeah, true. has a, every person every person we've had to come out there has had a good time. They've they've had, had you know they've always had positive things to say about. So, and we have enough people out there who know what to, who know what they're doing. If something happens, you don't feel like you with yourself. You know, between Dennis, Jerry, Holly, and Dallas, you know you're you're very well taken care of.
3: Yeah, I always give a big spiel. I talk a lot. If anybody's ever been in a circle with me, I, I always try to give them a rundown and, give them, you know, right. this is what to expect, you know, that don't worry if you feel this, it, it's something that's normal. This is not, you know, it, it's very guided and um, very spiritual. And I, I think everybody should, you know,
1: sit in a seance at least once in their life. Yeah, yeah. I agree with you on that. I enjoyed mine. I look forward to the twenty first to to be able to do that again. You know, and, and we're um it's gonna be fun. We're
2: actually gonna be in the brick house doing a seance in the rancher Ooh, yeah, that that's night a too.
3: Special one. Um that's a special one and that one's gonna be That's a the bit VIP more seance. Picky. Yeah, that we're gonna be picky about that and by that. What I mean is the rancher is, if you've been in the rancher, if you know the history of the rancher is known to, um, if you go in weak-minded and I mean, it's the truth of it. I'm not trying to, you know, fluff anybody's bunny here, but it's the truth. If you go in with a lot of issues, then whatever's in the rancher is going to play into them fears and it's going to, to really want you out because that's the energy you're bringing into it. But, the rancher, um, I don't know if you guys have ever had a seance over in the rancher, but this will really be the first time I know I've been a seance in
2: the rancher. No, we have not had a seance at the rancher.
1: Interesting.
2: Um, interesting.
1: Quite Reiki practitioner pass energy to per, to person receiving Reiki. I've actually had it done before, but I really had no knowledge on what was being done. Just curious. So we'll answer that um, in a second. I wanted, was focusing on the Brook Rancher part of it. Hi, Steve White. He is my booking agent. He's my bookie. Hey, Steve. <laughs> but I think the rancher will be interesting.
0: But I agree with you
1: on what people can be in there. Oh, yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, it, it's all about, again, it's like coming into this. It's it's a different it's a different area, and I've only been there a couple of times. But the first time I went in there, I had no clue what the history is. And Dennis looked through. You know, um, <laughs> y'all know I've known Dennis and Ryan forever, but Dennis was like, "Just tell me what you're feeling," and I was like, "Shit!" So everything that I was saying was right on. It was very validating. So the energy, very plain there. There's no in-between, oh, I think it's this or that. It's there. You know what that energy is when you feel it, if you are open to them energy. Now, mind you, that on my behalf of what I feel there is that is a very intimidating energy. So fear is a big, huge thing. And if you don't know how to take it and understand it, because we're taught that this stuff don't exist, and it's not real, but you go in there and you have this experience, it can really shake you up and it really instill fear in you. And that's when people start getting pulled out of the rancher. And every time that we've been over to have a seance at the cabin, not at the rancher, um, the public investigation is going at the same time on other areas of the property. And every time people have out of that rancher, the spirit tells me. And um, it, it's really cool to see that energy, how it interacts. But again, you got to be really mindful when you're going into locations. Any kind of location, yeah. with a lot of the energy. Uh, I've just seen reckless people go in. Really, honestly, reckless people go in and want to play with energy because it's again shits and giggles, um, and they get their ass to them and they have that experience. They'll go and follow along with the demonic kit, and then I'll go on with um, this or that. I don't, I don't know. I just don't play those games. You got positive energy, you got energy. It's Holly
1: breaking up. You know is,
3: all you got right. negative energy, and
1: it affects you that way. Holly, right, could you stop one, just one little second? You're breaking up on both streams, on Blog Talk and on the actual StreamYard. Is there, are we having internet? Because you were bad. nice and crisp. I just don't want anybody to miss anything you're saying.
3: Am I okay now?
1: Kind of, but you on the, part you there's a lag on there yeah
2: okay. got that country internet
1: it's the holler the holler internet calling <laughs> from the holler y'all so there's going to be a few internet issues out there okay she's got Just the, the, the gerbil go go on, uh, on the
2: wheel spinning
1: around really fast to get her internet
2: going <laughs> She's <the> diesel powered <laughs>
1: Come on, girl, Are get that power. <laughs> you ain't got that energy. You ain't got that power going quick. enough. You know, now she's done froze altogether. Yep, what the all hell? Up now. What the hell, Holly? Uh, what in the um, hell? Is you should have just... No, she's moving there. Hello? Can, y- can y'all imagine if, like, I moved to Jolly Mountain over in North Carolina? Y'all really wouldn't be able to hear me then. no I'll have to leave you forever Ryan Jolly Mountain Mountain? yeah I'll have to go to our family mountain that is our family mountain Jolly Mountain look it up it's got a nice running river through it my cousin's like you really need to come out to Jolly Mountain I'm like yeah okay I I mean we have to come visit you my, my, my family's from the holler Can y'all hear me You guys,
2: right? you guys. See, you're perfect now. I see you. Oh, I see you. Yes, there. Hell. I'm over here worrying to death. I'm like, that
3: can't even fucking hear me. So why am I talking? <laughs> Go here. We heard, no,
1: we heard everything okay. you were okay. saying when you were talking. And you were just breaking up. Just You, you were just starting to break up, and I didn't want anybody to miss anything. Uh, I was okay, trying to
0: look
1: for, the, for um, some of the little questions. And I know Ryan, um, Steve, Ryan is going to answer the Mel Brothel Um, Questions, we're going to get, we're going to touch on those couple questions that you have too. I just wanted Holly to kind of explain her event and what she was going to be doing and what Dallas and her are going to be doing with this um, event coming up at um, the Cabin on 360. And y'all, that is May 21st. Doors open up at 6 o'clock. It's to my understanding from what I wrote down, and tickets are $50. So that's going to be fun event too and i'll be at that one i'm just letting my friends that are tuning in know that i'll be at that one but i will not be at the one on may 14th because i just can't it's my son's prom no
2: yeah i probably won't be at the one on the 14th either i'll be i'll be there for a little bit but rj's birthday weekend that weekend too so um yeah Yeah. i'll try to come out for a little bit
1: can't miss the little prom and the dresses and the pictures and a little corsage thing or what yeah, you do you can't call miss that?
2: that?
1: Yeah, That's I can't so take the time back. Yeah. And the flowers are nice enough to allow me to take the day off for the 21st. Oh, oh David, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> That's he, awesome. The tour, he'll be all right. It's all
2: good. I uh, actually, actually just made an event for the 28th of May. We're going to be at Woodland Cemetery placing flags on Memorial Day, so if you're in the area on the 28th, you want to come over and help us place flags, honor the soldiers buried out there. So we got three right. weeks in a row, boom, 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 of awesome stuff coming up here. Um, and uh, I, May, I just I just eight, made the event how that? Oh, May 28th. Uh, what time o'clock. is it? Ten o'clock. Okay. Ten o'clock in the morning. All right. I was gonna make it nine o'clock so we could avoid the heat, but nine o'clock is pretty early to get everybody out there, so
1: I figured ten o'clock okay. would
2: probably work better.
1: Okay. May twenty eighth. And
2: uh so last Wood- time we were out there it was like cold and rainy. Not the I was expecting in May. Woodland Woodland oh.
1: Cemetery. Alright. That is the one off of three sixty, right?
2: Yes. Okay. Yeah, it's definitely smaller than Evergreen
1: was. That's for sure. Well, that one good thing is I don't have to work that that day at the museum. I do got I will be at the manor house, but I won't be at the museum, so I'll have that day open because I didn't have it open last year. I had to work. Perfect. Perfect. Yay!
2: Yeah, it's it's a lot of fun. It's fun. It's it's cool to go out there, you know, and honor the veterans that are buried out there and um, get some exercise and you know, just have some yeah, camarader- was-
1: camaraderie out there. Yeah, yeah. Holly's breaking up just ever so slightly. Where are you at, girlfriend? There you go. I think it's the internet. Say mm, something.
3: Say something. I'm giving up on you.
2: Okay,
1: there you go. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> it's
3: me. I'm here. I'm here.
1: All right. So let let me go back into these questions Glad because you. all right. Well, I guess we'll talk about the first one. Steve White asked, "Does a Reiki practitioner pass energy?" to the person receiving Reiki. I've actually had it done before, and I had no knowledge on what was being done. Just curious. Thanks. That is his question.
3: So, Jerry?
1: We're conduits. For, <laughs> we're conduits. So when I'm doing Reiki, I'm passing energy from the universe through me into you. Does that make sense? See White? Because I know when people will say, and, I'm, and, I'm, and I I'm, know you've had it, Holly, where people will say, oh, your hands are so healing. No, it's the universe passing energy from the universe through me into you, so I'm not doing the healing. Your body is doing its healing, and the universe energy is doing that healing, Not, not me. I'm not a healer.
3: But you are, you are. That's a hard. I know, I know, I, know
1: I am, but not to the extreme that people are thinking. You know, to that extreme that people think. You know, it's not. I it you know I'm You know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm the conduit for that. She can't hear yeah. me, Sherry. Can y'all hear me? Okay. But there are
2: people who can, who can handle that stuff, like you two. Can be considered healers because. Not everyone can do as you do. Like I'm everybody smack can you. do what
3: we can do. They just have to open themselves up and work on their shit.
1: Um, they yeah, have I to take well, time. They got to work on it, but you can't they just come to off time time the street and heal you now. Yeah, yeah. You got to yeah, you do you gotta some shadow work. work. That's that's like that's where that's where people. That's what people do not want to do. What a, uh, the, the work what we shadow is, work. Is, uh, We're going to explain that it's an everyday thing. What what we have to do. we You have to live it and breathe it constantly. And and that's just me. That's me. Um, now, shadow work, you, you look beautiful on the outside, right? See the smile? Okay, but what is it that you got going on on the inside? Because every single one of us has something ugly about us on the inside right. that we won't admit to people. We don't want to admit to people. So, and we have to look at, like, feelings in of anxiety or depression or certain things like that, what, what are some things that have triggered that from your past that's causing you to be that way? Because some stuff, some of these uglies we got are from past trauma events that either somebody did to us or we did it ourselves, or we got some past life on um, past life crap going on. I can tell you from the reading I had, I had a past life, according to what I was told, that where my I was a man at one point in a past life, and I didn't give two fucks about anything. I was a very irresponsible person, and guess what? That carried over into this life, and I had to look at that, and it was very, very, very hard for me to do, and Holly, I know you can attest to this. When you start doing shadow work, you feel vulnerable. Um, you feel like some, like somebody took a wall that you built and they just pulled it down when you're doing this type of shadow work. You've, you spend days crying. Um, all kinds of past stuff hashes up. But, and, and those are the things that people are afraid to face are those feelings from that. But in the end, at the end of the day, it's worth every bit of that because it, you grow from it yeah so do you need to do a past life
2: regression do to do it or can you oh no? can you no. It uh-uh.
3: no it's simple as dealing with things uh, you know how, we suppress a lot as humans We so we think we can deal with mm-hmm. it by being silent and being quiet but that's again yeah. shadow work in itself so it's It's creating boundaries with what we won't accept from people anymore. It's letting go of people that are no longer on our vibrational level. Um, It's not just, like Jerry said, it's not just about ourselves, our anger issues, our depression. It all spawns from somewhere. And we have to look at the generational trauma of it. Although we don't want to see our parents in a bad light, they were human they're human just like we are. And at the end of the day they are taught what they are. So we have these generations of people trying to raise kids, of kids raising kids and they're figuring you know. out why they go too, right? So just because they're older in age doesn't mean that they've done shadow work. It means that maybe their child is doing the shadow work and healing what happened to their grandmother or grandfather, um, what happened to their father or mother. It's it's not. It's letting go of the things that control you. Um, it's letting go of the fear. It's letting go of the anger. It's letting go of the sadness. It is fulfilling yourself and not looking outwards to other things to fulfill you. Um, so right. being completely happy with yourself. And people think that there's one layer and that's it, that you deal with all this. No, baby. Uh-uh. I can tell you right now. I'm going to be working on this and we all will be working on this until the day that we depart from these vessels, because we all have to keep working. We have to build up them boundaries so we can have a better life for ourselves. So it's like the, it's like the abuser. He keeps abusing, right? So mm-hmm. you get can- Situation with an abuser and say you're the woman in this situation um, you get out of that relationship and you keep going into abusive relationships what's making you keep, in, keep going back into them situations see what I'm saying healing yeah. that makes you put up the boundaries, heal yourself and know that you can find that love and that compassion within yourself and you can attract higher vibrational partners or friendships right. or whatever it may be to have a better life, and that's mind, body, spirit, it all coincides with the same thing. Shadow work is a big, broad umbrella of many things. So, uh, to for anybody to say that they have worked through completely through their shadow work and that they mm-hmm. are a perfect being here within, well, they're full of shit. You should run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: it's never ending. Right. 100% of that energy returns until you learn. That's right. I mean, that is very true. And there are, and I have, I have, I have ran into people that have said that they
0: have
1: 10% work through everything. And I'm like, no, you haven't. No, because when I, when I'm in a meditative type state, I will, I want to see the karmic residue. And that's what I ask. I keep a notebook and pen next to me. And I'm like, all right, show me some karmic residue, please. You know, and and that's from past mm-hmm. tra- traumatic events too. And yeah. you prize on when you ask that question, and you got to be ready to see it, you know, and feel it, and have it come up. You better be ready because it's going to give it to you. Um, you'd be surprised what comes out of asking that that little question right there. You think you, you you. you water under the bridge with something and then that comes up Mm -hmm. and you didn't and that's that's the shocker for me is when I'm doing that type of work I'm like oh shit yeah okay now I remember that and then you go back to all those feelings it's kind of like a flashback and you really have to work through those because remember it's a feeling but it has to be worked through
2: yes so they never really go away they just kind of quiet down a little bit Mm -hmm. you got to work through them again it does. you don't let
1: it control you. You, you work through, you mm-hmm. have to work through that feeling. Some people will find something or something comes up and they just, they shove it down as far as they can. So
3: what Jerry's saying, Ryan, is addiction comes from somewhere,
1: okay, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. not just
3: about addiction, but that is one instance that really can make sense to people. It does to me But which, you know, when you start to awaken and you get on this path and you start learning more and more and you work on yourself to understand other people and you start psychoanalyzing other people's lives and you're like, okay, why am I being shown this? Well, it's because as part of someone put here to be a a way shower is what we're called, um, a lighthouse for other people. We got to know how to guide them in a loving way um, to help them awaken. Um, they right. have to do the work. We can't do it for them. And that's what people mistaken to. You can't be in a friendship, in a relationship, whatever it may be, partnership of any kind, and not be on the same vibrational level. Um, it right. just don't work. It will only work for a certain amount of time. And that's why mm-hmm. I'm a big firm believer in like fuck marriage. Um, because that stuff's stupid, seriously. <laughs> if you marry somebody 10 years later 20 years later you're not the same people that you were when you got married that's it's true a yeah level. one person may awaken and the other person's sitting there going but, but why are you this way but why then you feel crazy and you really kind of suppress mm. yourself but then you go through your shadow work and realize ain't not a damn thing wrong with me it just means that we don't vibrate on the same level anymore so and there's nothing yeah. wrong with that why does that have to be drama why does it have right. to be patient? Because when people reside in that vibrational level, they're going to stay in that vibrational level until they work through their shit. So that's right. the you know cycle of life and and, and the karmic I mean, energy it's, it's, that we're doing.
0: It's that's really right.
2: simple, you know. It's just people don't people don't look at look at take that kind of stuff into consideration when they're dealing with their relationships I'm and stuff. Actually,
3: I'm actually shocked that spirituality is not incorporated into therapy because we are therapists. I see we are the cheapest therapists that you could ever get to sit down with, and we could probably, right. honestly, not tootin our own horns, but we break through with these people a whole lot more than the therapists ever could because we know how to talk to people. We don't talk at them; we talk with them, and mm-hmm. you know, we help them and show them ways that they can. You know, they're not less than us. It's, they're just lost. and We're the way showers. That's it. You know, that's why we're awakened to help the other people to get to the other, the other side, to the new earth, to the higher energy. Um, who wants to keep running in their tracks? And with Jerry talking about the past lives, I want to hit on that real quick because Ryan said, can you do shadow work through past life regressions? Is that how you do it? No. However, you can get to know yourself better and your karmic energy through past life regressions. Because like Jerry, I was the same way. I actually learned a lot about myself and it was me getting close to people and them going away. So throughout my past lives, each one of them, I was in a position where I never got too close to somebody because either they they were killed, they were pulled away from me. I was never completely together with them. And then on top of that, you've got your generational trauma of where is this coming from? You know, there's so much to it. And there's layers and layers and layers. And it's okay to be a student. And it's okay to say you're a teacher. There's a difference between ego. And it, when people hear ego, it's I talk about myself a lot. I take a lot of selfies. I put myself out there a lot. There's a difference. Now, yeah. we're talking about the ego that says there's nothing wrong with me. But, maybe yeah. there is. It's okay to say that. And I'm not judging yeah. you for it. And that is sitting down with somebody. That's the big difference in someone judging and someone saying, I'm listening to you. And it's okay Mm -hmm. that you need to work on yourself because I'm working on myself, too. It may not be the same thing, but I understand.
1: Yeah, and we all have feelings. And I think that people that um, when we're in the types of work that we do, people forget that we're human, too. We're not perfect. And, but, but but I think people forget that all the time. We have feelings just like anybody else does. We go through things just like everybody else does. Um, we just, to me, there's we're just working through that in a different way than some people might. Some people might sit and dwell, and we know that that's not something that's good for us. That's low vibrational energy. So, I mean, yep. myself personally, I've recognized that, and I want to stay in the higher realm of things and I'll tell you to today what's tomorrow Wednesday two Wednesdays ago I had a hypnosis therapy session and it was one of the best things I could have ever done and a lot of people are turning to um, hypnosis to help them with a lot of things because I'll be honest my mind was bing 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 bing, everywhere and I had to have be have a hypnotist Mm -hmm. therapist Sit down and say, "Okay, well, let's work on the bing, bing, bing." It was almost like you know how you cleanse your computer from a McGaffey virus span, um, scan when you're doing it with the computer. Well, this yeah, was a yeah, yeah. this was a virus scan of the mind, and yeah. but it was full of what came out with that. I don't re- I don't completely remember everything of that hypnosis therapy session, but I do know that when I hear the word relax, my whole body goes like. <laughs> So, so I've, I've got a, I loved it, and I'm gonna do it again.
0: Heck, yeah. I
2: have got a question. I've always wondered. Like, I've I've been to see like a I went I saw like a hypnotist show, and I'm not sure if it was real or not. But how do you, how do you stop your mind from getting in the way of letting the person take over? Like, how do you stop your? I'm, I'm afraid. I'm always afraid. It's going to be something in my head that blocks it from taking over where I get completely relaxed and I and I'm not aware of what's going on.
1: I have go ahead, Jerry. You go first. I I was going to say I I don't know if I would ever go to like one of those group ones. The hypnotist I went to, I would trust. I trust him. And if my mind is completely under, I trust. It's got to be somebody to me that you really trust because people go to these open shows with these open readings and open. I just, I'm sorry, I have an issue with that.
2: No. That's just
1: me personally. I well, would do like be, an open show type thing. I would definitely
2: yeah. do a one-on-one. If I was going to have myself in the ties, I would not be in front of people or act like a chicken
1: or right. some and shit
2: or, you know
1: right about that. You're right about that because you'd be amazed on what happens with the hip- hypnotist, but the person that does the hypnotist, the hypnotherapy, you have to really trust that person. Just like I know she'll agree with me. You don't let everybody touch you either. I don't. No. I don't. No. I touch a lot of people.
3: <laughs> That's my compassion
0: for the know
1: oh, you, you know, you know what I mean by when I'm saying that. <laughs>
3: Yeah, I do. I know that. And it's yeah. boundaries. See, and that's where we're a little we're different in that aspect because now I am not. Like, certain people I won't hug. Now I'm a hugger, y'all know this. I'm a lover. I'm definitely a lover and I, I love hugging people. But my my person I know I know when I ain't supposed to hug somebody. Um, with hypnosis, this is what I tell everybody because I do pass off progressions through the guided meditation hypnosis. People like Ryan, and I love you Ryan, but your a d h d um plays a huge part, however, it doesn't hold you back. you hold you back, mm-hmm. so what happens is is they get in my chair, and I know right away if I'm going to be able to put them under. You are holding yourself back you are you are thinking you're letting your brain overload right. Um, And I always tell people, it's a really good idea to get into a focused meditation. Now, there's a difference. There's different types of meditations, right? If you have problems letting go during meditation, then you need to work on on yourself before you even go see a hypnosis. Really, I mean, that's the way I feel about it. Because of the anxiety behind it and letting go and the fear, Um, some people are more apt to travel easier than others. Ryan's mind is always... But this, but this, but this, but this, but this. So I know how it is. Um, we've talked about this many times in meditation, but having a focus point during that. Um and when someone is guiding you through a hypnosis, I know the way that I do it is I'm I'm talking you through this whole thing. Um, and I'm asking you, I'm interacting with you. Um, so it's really dependent on the person too, is is Are you okay with letting go? You can have the most extreme ADHD, but you have worked on yourself to get it more under control, to focus it, how you need to focus that energy. So all that energy that you have modeled up in there, you can take that energy and focus on what you need to. Um, So it's like breaking yourself apart, getting that bird's eye view and saying, okay, I see where what I need to do to make this a little bit better. So having the focus point for people like us, because I'm very much so ADD too. All of us are on that spectrum um, at some point, you know, especially the spiritual people, um, because I'll be talking and just completely forget what the fuck I was talking about and go, holy shit, I forgot. So someone has to remind me that I've been smoking the weeds, but I haven't at that time, maybe later. But... (laughs) Yeah, need Ryan, needs
0: you should take it. a break
1: real quick. I hate to. <laughs> Ryan needs to get a break in real quick. Okay. Bye, Ryan. So we're at the we're at the hour mark. So I'm going to go ahead and get us and start, and we'll do a little little break. You're fine. I'm going to read Steve White's. Co- I'm going to read Steve White's thing. You go ahead and you take your little breaky break. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> we're well, not going anywhere now. Shit.
0: 15. No, go 59. ahead,
1: seriously. <laughs> go on. ahead. I just want to, re- because I already know the answer to what he's saying, so no, if you got to get up and go get watered, then that's you're fine. All right, I'll be right, I'll be right back. <laughs> this is a Holly and Jerry subject.
0: <laughs> no, I,
1: I'm here. Hey, okay, you ever seen what two magnets do to each other when you try to push them together? We know they actually push each other away. I wonder if someone's personal energy can do the same thing with two different energies from two different people that might push each other away? I mean, which is a really good question um, because that happens.
3: It does. It really does. Um, And that's okay. That is our natural shielding. And, you know, it doesn't mean necessarily that that person is a bad person. It just means their energy rubs yours the wrong way. And that's just the way that it is. I mean, bottom line, I mean, we know –
1: people that we can vibe with we feel it instantly right uh um, well, some people you know, see that polly is icky and those are the people that i was talking about that i would not i don't want them touching me some yeah. people have very ickiness to them and i know that you can I, and i'm sure you pick it up just like i do like the pedophile people i don't want oh, them yeah. touching me and you they have a certain energy that just you just know and it's like air that's that's what yeah. i mean by you don't want anybody to just walk up yeah, and you're
3: just,
1: <laughs> Yeah, you know, yeah. I don't want to mix in that type of field like that, even though, you know, we mix fields all the time. It's just certain people have ickies, and I've ran across a couple people in conventions that I went to where they feel icky, but after I staged yeah. them, they were fine, and they couldn't get their job, but with that type of energy, I wouldn't give you a job either. <laughs> You know, but I, I would be like, okay, come on, let's go out to the parking lot. I got to stage you. And the lady looked at me like, what the hell are you talking about? What the hell? So I went ahead and I staged her and everything was fine. I was like, okay, you Yeah. So people but
3: carry, that's, that's we okay. carry other. You're right. We carry others' energies with us that when we've interacted with a lot of people, too. Um, to touch on what Steve was talking about, I think something cool to realize, too, is some people are very much so drawn together. That doesn't make them good for each other, either um it yeah. just means that you know their their demons play well together <laughs> if that makes sense you know their inner yeah. demons play well together and that doesn't necessarily mean yeah. they're good for each other it just means that they are um they enable each other in some way or form or shape um yeah so the magnetic oh my gosh yes i felt it i felt it in the eye contact i felt it in i mean have y'all ever entered a room and met eye contact with somebody and you thought man my panties just I just, you know, I don't have any panties on. You know what I'm saying? It's, it could be in a sexually friendly no way. Before, way. It could be in a, oh my God, I know you and I don't know you way. Um, but again, like Jerry said, it could be like the other way around, where like, don't touch me. I know there's something wrong with you. And and you know, you're just saving face. Um, there's just different ways energy can be taken. But it's also important to remember. Um, like Jerry said, that sometimes that the energy that these people are carrying around are some of their insecurities. So yeah. when they first meet you, they might not be as open and chatty and uh, upbeat, you know, like you would think they would be. But um, they they just it's just who they are, um, introverted. Um, you know, some people are taken the wrong way. Um, you have people who are very non-filtered in the way that they talk. So it rubs other people the wrong way. And I mean, at the end of the day, you just got to know what energies that you can hang with and, you know, just keep them energies around you. And it doesn't mean that anybody else is a bad person. You just keep them further away from you because you can only take those energies in smaller doses or larger doses, depending on how you get off the energy with them.
2: Right. Yeah. there are times right. I've been around people who I, who I know and I know they're good people, but when I'm around them, it's like, I feel weird. I feel I don't feel like myself. Uh, it's a, kind of a, a bad feeling, like two different energies like battling, battling each other. And it's not like the person's a bad person, you know. It's just our energies don't don't mix. As far but as far as I know, I don't know. Like they're like deep secrets or whatever. It's someone yeah. on the on the surface I think is a good person because they show me they show me what I see. You know
3: exactly. Yeah. Um,
2: so yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know like what, what else, what else is out there. But there are times when I'm with someone who I'm just like, okay, this is weird. I don't like the way I feel when I'm around this person. Yeah. Um, but I don't have any reason to feel bad because I don't know anything about them. I just, you know, I know what I know what they know, and I can. It's like a sixth a sixth sense or whatever. Yeah. that just like? Yeah.
1: Know, pay so, I don't know. I'm- i'm I'm not trying, I'm missing some people's comments, um like sherry says, like attracts like um let's see I don't it's know true. if I'm saying right Tyreen, is that right Holly, yeah, Tyrene. this isrene oh uh, how you doing i i we're actually puller family um in North Carolina, just so you'll know that that's in my family tree she's huh.
3: um, in Tennessee, so I'm at you never know, yeah.
1: Yeah, I'm Howling just trying to get. <laughs> we still haven't asked Steve White's question about the um, brothel. You want to talk about that a little bit? I'm switching. I, I don't mean to switch gears, but I want to make sure I get people's questions in. Um, his question, um, Ryan, was wasn't at the cabin mm-hmm. three 36. Was that a male brothel at one time? That's just what he heard. Well, there is a rumor that at one point during maybe the late ni- 80s,
2: early 90s, when there was there was a salon there. I think there are two salons there. Um, the one, because there was one that closed down in the um, like early 2000s, but so it might have been the late night. It might have been night late 90s. It's all this is all like hearsay, but the rumor is that while it was a salon, they would um, the people there would hire males to come and um, satisfy the women. Upstairs in the, what we call the, uh, black light room or the pink pearl. Um, it's the upstairs back bedroom. Um, the pink pearl, and, uh, I, I have the print. Yeah, that's right. The VIP lounge, as we like to call it, uh, we've captured keys up there to support that particular, um, rumor. Uh, I was upstairs with I was with Angie and um, I think I was with uh, John Pagano and Michael White. We were upstairs doing an EVP session, and I captured an EVP of a woman saying "I'm naked" upstairs. And I'm pretty sure if one of us was naked, or say the word or said the words "I'm naked," we probably would have noticed. It was dark, but that's
1: funny. Steve
2: White on on EVP, but yeah, we yeah. captured stuff like. Sighing and like moaning and stuff, and we've definitely had some EV, some EVP sessions up upstairs that were less than uh, PG rated, um, and we've ca- and we've captured a lot of compelling evidence using those that line of questioning. Um, but it's definitely not family friendly up there. Once we get into those kind of questions, and it, but it does get results, especially if the females ask the questions. Yeah. Yeah, especially with uh, you, you yourself, Jerry, you said you were shown stuff, like sexual positions, like <laughs> when you were up there.
1: We were in several different shows up there. Several. <laughs> what <laughs> positions.
2: <laughs> we need players to- up there
1: have to in order because remember y'all's plain ass questions was not working in the pink pearl.
2: You know, mm-hmm. remember
1: what you know, what year is it? They don't want to hear that shit. They want to hear I mean we, we would Yeah. Yeah. Wanna see different positions. Savannah's really good at it. But anyway, that that's for just the pink pearl. Let me get back on subject, Steve White. He put people have to be careful with the power of suggestion because, believe it or not, the power of suggestion can alter someone's mind. It is almost a form of hypnosis. He actually learned that from a hypnotist. And then I've got Zoe. She she wire wraps some beautiful things. I don't like being around people when vibe does don't match. Energy is transferred. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's yeah and so you'll an know when you're out to water. Uh,
3: It is transferred. Um, It is. But, you know, that's the beautiful part about um, spirit and spirit's teachings. And when you go within yourself to learn these things, um, everybody looks outside to outside sources to gain knowledge about the universe, but it's all within ourselves. Um, So you begin to limit what becomes in, you know, what comes close to your energy field too. So you put up your shields, you put up your boundaries, um, yeah. and you know, that's a beautiful thing. Um, hitting on what Steve said really quick, um, the power of suggestion is very real. It happens. I mean, obviously we're in a controlled country and government and, and world. Um, that's how it works right. The power of suggestion, just like when, you know, you talk about something, you get on Facebook and it there, it's right there no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. You know, you could be talking about the most off the wall things and there it is. Um, I mean, it's the power of suggestion. So it could go many ways, but, um, I have a a hard, hard problem with people in this field who are coming from an ego um, because it happens no matter what you're in, whether you're working in movies, music, work-related, you're always going to have that egotistic person who thinks that they're always right and the way that they do things is always right. There's not a wrong way to do it um that that person thinks they know everything um yeah in in reality they haven't even went within themselves because if you have an ego you haven't even started to work on your shadow work um so there are some people out there who mind fuck people and screw them over and you know portray to be them something that they truly are not but you know them people that energy we we're talking about that that feeling yep. it's uh, you know i always tell everybody if you're in a room full of psychics that's okay like I, I love being among my people my soul tribe the people who truly get me um i'm not in a room to compete for energy you will go in right. the room will go to the person that you're drawn to uh instantly and there's no doubt about that and that doesn't mean that other people ain't as good it just means that they You are the way shower for them.
1: Yeah. And I know people like that, and it's unfortunate that they have huge followings and people don't really, they can't see through the bullshit. It's so unfortunate. And the other thing I hate is the possessive people, the ones that think that, and I I, I won't name them, but they get upset when they're, followers go to another practitioner because they don't think that they should do that, and I totally disagree with that. That is ego to me right there. Um, your energy is not the same as my energy. Your Reiki is not the same as my Reiki. Um, we a Massage, one massage therapist is not the same as the other. You, you, somebody may not resonate with me or somebody may not resonate with you, and that's okay. You know, I've had people say, I'm, I'm going to go somewhere else. And they actually have went somewhere else, and I'm okay with that. And then they'll come mm-hmm. back to me, too, and they'll say, well, I went there, but it didn't quite work out, or it didn't quite feel the same. I think I like this, you know, better. I've had that circumstance happen this past week, and I'm like, you know, it's you know, it's, it's all good. You know, um, it one all thought,
0: good.
1: it's just it's not the same. And the other issues that these are just little rants at this point um, since you're bringing the subject up about stuff like that, is, you know, just people, like you said, they're portraying that spiritual part, but they're really still, like, in the ego, but people can't see mm-hmm. it. I, yeah. I, I thought I lost Kim because I didn't see her. She's back. Okay. I was making sure Kimberly was back on because I, I I thought I saw her go. I wasn't sure if I could see I couldn't see her at all, so now I see my black cat on there. So I know she's back. <laughs> but, you know, it just gets well, – or the ones that don't want to talk to one another. I don't know if you've ran into that problem, but as a practitioner, the people, yeah, I see those eyes. The people that – I'll give you an example. We had a couple people in town that did do what I do, and they just did not want to talk to me. I don't know Why? Well, then they're not working
3: from a, they're okay they're not working from a place of spirit true spirituality because right. when you are working through when you're working as a practitioner when you are doing this you have giving yourself completely over to spirit it's no longer about personal gains it's not about what mm-hmm. you can do for me it's you just right. want to help people and they right. are true to themselves people out there. And the right. people who can who can honestly and I mean obviously Jerry's loud mouth I'm loud mouth we're very vocal there's no in between you know what you're getting with Jerry and you know what you're getting with me you know it, it, that's have, just how it is but people don't like that and I'll tell you why because people don't like the light. they don't like realness and authenticity because it rubs it makes them look like shit you know you have to they're keeping up a facade. And they're mirroring, um, which is great if they're doing it the right way, but I mean, the way that I feel about it is, I don't care who you go to. If they've done you right and you've had some type of experience to make you feel better in some way, if you've been taught something that you need to be taught, because guess what, Holly ain't here for just one person. Holly's here Hi. for a lot of people, and a lot of people are here for me because it works that way. And if you see that ego, um, you can you know it. You know it automatically. Some people I always used to think that I had to say, I, you know, I had to tell everybody. I had to announce everybody that I didn't have an ego because I didn't want nobody to ever think that about me. However, at this point in my life, I don't really give a fuck what anybody thinks about me because you get what you get. You know, this is Holly. This is me. I will give you everything that you need to see about me that is true and authentic, you know. And, and, you know, if people don't like that, then they just need to do their shadow work and understand why they're seeing me in their perception that they are because it's a problem with themselves, not me.
2: Right, that's right. It takes a lot to be comfortable with yourself like that, to be completely like, okay, just I am who I am. This is, and a lot of people can't get that way about themselves, and they always have these little doubts. Oh, they have these these hit, hit hold holdups where it's like, oh, I've got to make sure. And I'm the same way. I'm I'm not I'm not like, oh my God, I you get what you get. I'm I, I always kind of worry about kind of that kind of stuff too. It's it's hard to get past that wall you set up for yourself yeah right exactly
3: and that shadow work ron
2: <laughs> well yeah i know i'm going to start working on it
1: and um I get my white, life i get my past life regressed why can i got to regress question, myself can a reiki practitioner release the spirit attachment yeah we can do that i've done that i know i'm sure you have of course we can see his white well, question was can a Reiki practitioner released a spirit attachment? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Did it last week. <laughs> and then, Jerry, yeah. thank you for that. That's really sweet. I appreciate that. I, she, she's breaking her confidentiality, but she put that she had a distant Reiki session with me. So I appreciate that. Thank you.
3: Hey, I don't. I don't buddy. want my
1: clients to reveal themselves. But thank you.
3: Honey, let me, let me let me let me throw you under the crane right now, Jerry. See that face you're making. You mm-hmm. don't know, you don't know how to receive, honey. You've got to know. No, you know what?
1: You know, I think what it comes from is working in a job for eighteen years where I was under HIPAA laws, confidentiality, probation, courts, and I feel the same way with Reiki. I'm receiving. I understand her compliment, but and I and I appreciate that. But a lot of that comes from dealing with the type of work that I've been in for the last eighteen years. Yeah, I know that, that I'm
3: good that, at. But from your energy. but I don't
1: want my I, I, my clients coming on. You know, I keep my stuff with my clients very confidential.
3: Yeah, I understand that part of it, but you know, I didn't say I thought I was open to receiving, but I really wasn't. Like it would, I would think, oh, I don't know how to react to that because does that make me egotistic, especially in a in a position where you're having to safe space or like, well, how do I react to that? I think it's
1: the sweetest thing. I know oh, I appreciate thing. what, I, I appreciate exactly what she, what she put on there. Um, and I, I take that wholeheartedly. It's just, like I what? said, still, I was brainwashed in for 18 years that that's a part of my job that saves my life still. Um, so it's when I see that I'm like, oh, confidentiality, that's the first thing that comes to my head. Yeah. So I
3: think yeah. um, just, just to touch on that a little bit, because, you know, I have a hard time receiving, and I will tell you why. It's because I was raised in a family that you work your ass off for what you so got, and you don't take it uh, So, so what exactly really, is receiving? Yeah, a lot of people. Most of us aren't good with receiving. We don't know how to take it. We don't know how to. So I had to
1: learn. I had it? to learn to take compliments and stuff from people. I had to be taught that because I didn't know what, when somebody would compliment me, I didn't know how to act. So that's why I'm why I'm being the way I'm being. My job is a big part of, like I said, with the confidentiality part. But I had to learn how to accept a compliment from people because I didn't know how, because yeah. I didn't think good enough to accept a compliment from a person. And if we're using that as an example, I had to be taught how to do that, and it was very weird having to be taught how to do that, because you would think that something like that comes naturally, and it does not. It so you don't. mean, like,
2: receiving praise? Like, what? what is receiving? Like
1: So
3: receiving well, is in many ways. A receiving gifts, receiving compliments.
2: Uh-huh. Okay. Um,
3: be open to receiving instead of giving all the time. See what I'm yeah, saying yeah. there? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Because, yeah. And a lot of people have issues with it because other people have said it's not okay because it makes you egotistic.
1: It does not. It is perfectly okay. It is one hundred percent okay. I just didn't think I was good enough. You know, that was just that was me. I didn't think I was good enough, and I didn't deserve it. Um, And like I said, so I had to. I had to actually. That's coming out of a counseling session that I had to go to because I've been to counseling for things, and you know that was one of the things to work on. I didn't know how to accept compliments and. Um, you know, you still want to go into that trash mine when somebody gives you a compliment sometimes, mm-hmm. and you have to snap out of that and realize that, yeah. you know, you, you know what my worth is. And my energy is not just going to anything now. It's not. I don't want it. Thank you, Yvonne. I made Yvonne Dodson. She's coming to the Boobitch event. I just have to stop. They own Eight Stars Distillery out here in uh, Williamsburg. Remember, Ryan, when I went to Florida and I did yeah. my little... A little Eight Shires Distillery video, yep. Holly. Yeah, I yep. gotta tell you. Okay, you know how you got liquor, right? Yeah. All right. So this is the smoothest liquor you'll ever have in your life. It does not burn your throat or nothing. Like you could drink it like water. All right. That's Yvonne. They own the distillery out here. Nice. I want to bring, bring some up here. <laughs> she would if I if you if you ask yeah. Yvonne, I'm. Yvonne would, you know, like bring you a little sample bottle or something. I'm sure, you know, I'm sure she would, Ryan. Yeah, we'd love um, to try some,
2: definitely.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, so I made her a pain bottle, you know, and a little roller. I made her something for her niece, so she was complimenting me on that. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. it. Fuses it I every night. <laughs> but the, but her liquor, her silver rum and gold rum, oh, my God, girl. Like, y'all holler, I'm telling you.
3: <laughs>
1: so that's some good stuff
3: <laughs> i love it
1: oh yeah ryan i'm I'm sure yvonne won't mind um yvonne when you come to the um when you come to the uh or when i see you, I don't know if we're gonna yeah she'll do it she'll do it well,
2: thank you thank you't you so drink
1: any but i not cool. i'll make sure you i'm i'll make sure when she brings it that I'll get it to you one way or another
3: cool awesome I love and, that.
1: And if you go down to Eight Shires Distillery over there in Williamsburg, they give you a little tour too, and you'll you would love it. You should go on a little trip because it's kid cool. yeah, yeah, I love to get Asia You go down there, hey, Yvonne, down there, I took my boys there on the little tour with um, Bill. So you should do it one day when you know it's cool. Anyway, I had to say yeah, that. All right. awesome. So when talk about the receiving, back to receiving,
2: it's tough to to um, it is tough for people to not like, you know, get get to take a compliment and always throw in a yeah but in your head, like yeah but this is what's you know, it's hard for people to get past that. I think um, to, to people to always try to keep them keep themselves in check, um. But I think and again, that's coming. to let go. That's that
1: hard part. Oh. Letting go. It's that. Uh, it's, that's... it's coming from past What's stuff the... still. You know, that's what I mean. I had when I went to counseling, I had to look at some of that. Why? Um, why was it like that? Uh, where was that coming from? And I don't do that anymore now. When a compliment comes, I accept it. But I'm gonna tell you, before I did not because I I just and that was part of my upbringing. You know, that's that was a big part of my upbringing. bourbon, yeah. rum, Jen, I know. Mm.
3: <laughs> See, Dallas, uh. actually, he's not on here right now because we're like old people and go to bed early. But um, he is very vocal about working through some of his issues that he's had with accepting. And I've been right there. I've been the devil on the shoulder. I'm like that that grandma. You know, I'm like, hey, not, mm-hmm. not Because you have to catch yourself, really, honestly. That's part of shadow work, too, is to change them affirmations, you know, into the negative, into the positive, and say, you know what? It's okay. I deserve this. I am deserving of this. Um, Because, again, most of us are not brought up in in that kind of world where um, you just – someone gifts you something. And without giving them anything back. So what you don't realize is that you have given something. So it's beautiful. It's really beautiful in the aspect of you're exchanging energy with someone. And if someone wants to give to you with their words, um, which is amazing, um, or with their healing, oh, my God, what a wonderful feeling. No money, no nothing in the world could ever exchange that feeling that you get from helping someone, truly helping someone to have a breakthrough, to like, you know, Jerry, you know, she's got people in chat saying, Jerry's helped me with this and that. That's amazing. That's why we're here. That's validation to ourselves because that's, that's a, what, uh, yeah. Yeah. No matter how many times, no matter yeah. how many years we do this, there's still going to be that little bit of self doubt that we have to work through. Um and, uh-huh. and we have to work through how others perceive us. We have to let go of the, connotations with that like you know why are you so worried about what other people think do, do they do they pay your bills you what better they wipe your ass you know what I'm saying at the end of the yeah. day they're not to you you let people affect you in them ways and if they view you or talk about you or think about you in a certain way that has nothing to do with you baby you gonna keep on rolling I think um yeah I think
2: a lot let me of people off of it you. you've got to be okay with you gotta be okay with being okay with yourself that's i don't think a lot of people can accept that it might
0: echo
2: (laughs) now jerry stopped
0: yeah she's like oh wait a minute
2: i mean it tends to happen to they don't go through the extreme season changes and
1: temperature changes hello i
2: don't hello hi hello my name's My name's Khalil. Is this a psychic show?
1: This is the, um, we're talking spirituality. What do you need?
2: Um, I'm trying to, I am trying to go on this trip to um, the deep south for like some historical things, historical lessons, and I was just wondering if I'll be able to go there. Cause I'm raising money for it on uh, GoFundMe.
1: I don't know. I don't. I don't have an answer for that, Holly. I don't like, understand the question,
3: really.
2: Okay.
1: I think you've called in. We're talking. Um, our subject tonight is spirituality. So I think you've called in to the wrong show because this is vibe time with Jerry and the freaking paranormal awesome show. Sorry about that. That's okay.
2: It's all good, man. Yep. Alright. Have a good night. You, you too. too. You too. Thank you. Huh. Yeah, no.
1: I don't have the cards for you to call in
2: with Chris right Garcia. Now. Like our Chris our our Chris Garcia show. He probably yeah. should answer that question.
1: Yeah,
2: I think he wants to know if he can be able to raise question, like
1: money. Really. He but, was saving well, money up for a trip and wanted to know if he was still going to go on that trip because he has a GoFundMe going for a trip that he was going to be going on. And he no. wanted to make sure. on that. My, my, the first thought that came to my head was no, but that's just me. I'm sorry. That just flashed really quick. You could have told him that. I mean, he was looking for an answer. It doesn't have to be the answer he wants to get.
2: You yeah,
1: know. but I don't well, want it to turn into. Something a psychic show when this is not what this is. Right. Yeah. It is yeah. Not, yeah. And I our think show is not a show we do.
3: That would be yeah. from a spiritual point of view is to say that if you are meeting spirit halfway, um, yeah. because in order for us to reap the benefits and abundance of the work that we put in, then you have nothing to worry about. But just think, stand back, and think to yourself. Am I putting into in the work that needs to be done for this? Is this something that spirit is going to allow me to to get to do? So, yeah, that's as far as I'll go with that one.
2: To, to switch gears, to go down a different path here, uh, and we're talking about spirits and learning from spirits, how about we talk about spirit guides? Because I think a lot of people um, would like to know about how to uh, reach their spirit guides, maybe Learn from them, or like, like maybe meet them. I guess, to, for lack of better terms. Um So e- both either one of you can explain to you how how you talk to your guides, and you know who they are, or what they look like, or whatever. It's, it's private. Don't worry, you have to worry about saying that? But you know, so maybe we'll
1: one that's how that's how I, how I learned who my spirit guides were in the very beginning of me doing this. Um I called them. I asked them. And I sat and I had a and y'all I'm I'm serious. I'm not joking around. I've got notebooks galore everywhere all over the place. Um because when you call them, they may not answer you right away. So I keep a notebook with me, and I can tell you one of my spirit guides' name is Octavius. Um, and he's a very strong, like, Roman soldier-type man. And then another spirit guide I have is an Indian chief. Um, and he came to me. Oh, my God, he showed himself in full form and I, because I just asked, you know, I just ask, and they tell you who they are and then you talk to them. Every time I do Reiki I ask my guides to come in. Every anytime I do energy work with people. Anytime I do readings with people. Anytime I pull cards with people I ask my guides to come in and help me. And they will. Um now it may do they show up be shown when you want it to be shown, but they'll they'll show you eventually. Holly? Did they show up in your, in your
2: mind? I a question real quick. Did they show up in your mind, or is it like a, physically, oh God, a physical no. you know, thing he, you he, can see?
1: Okay, he, all right, Octavius, all right, I was like, all right, who's my spirit guide? I'm, you know, I'm at night, I'm in bed. And you know what he did? He went, Octavius, in my ear, and it scared the shit out of me. <laughs> that was, um, was and then the, you know? the Indian, I was trying to go to sleep. I, I, and I looked to the right of my, you know, to the right, I was sleeping. Mm-hmm. I woke up because I felt like something was upon me, and then all of a sudden this Indian chief comes through the door. He's going down the aisle where my bed's at. He looks at me really, really mean, scared the crap out of me, looked at me very, very mean, and just kept proceeding to walk through the wall, and intuitively I knew he was a guide. He didn't say, "How oh, he?" Like the other one did really fast, or Nostradamus, I mean, so the was Octavius too. that'd be kind of strange, um. Yeah, was, but I knew that the, it was the energy I just knew right off the bat when he said that it was the energy, and like I said, the Indian he just did it on a um an intuitive level, like, "Hey, I'm your guide, you better use me and then, in my past lives, one that came out is actually Japanese from Japan. Um, and he does all the herbs, you know, if I'm doing herbs or I'm mixing herbs, he's there with me to help me when I'm doing the oils that I do. Um, and I have a medicine woman too, and she shows up a lot of times when I'm doing private homes, she'll show up when I'm getting ready to, I haven't had to explain it, smudge something It may not necessarily be sage, I've got a spirit guide guiding me to do that. And I'll shut up because I want Holly to, to talk to I, well, one more question before Holly
2: starts. Now, when you see these, when you see these guys, they they look like physical people, right? They look like they, you can see them with your eyes in front of you. But you have you can see things like when I'm at the cabin, I'm walking around or the brick house. You'll see things that I can't see. Now, a lot of people they want to talk to their spirit guys, but they might not show up to them the same way that you're seeing them they might show up in their minds is that true like you don't necessarily you don't necessarily have to see them in front of your face
1: no uh-uh. as far as like a person walking through the door can, me and holly to could probably you in your int- mind yeah we could probably intuitively talk to one another i do that with a girl in new york we sit there and in our minds we're talking Just to, to each other and it works
2: with yeah, your are talking shit about me in their minds I know how I see how it is. Yeah, Holly, don't about Ryan. I can't <laughs> believe you just said. That. Oh my god! I knew it. Yeah, I, I, I knew. I knew. <laughs> Hell! I, he keeps
3: putting them out. he keeps putting out the words, and I keep missing them. Do you them, remember? Man.
2: Do you remember Holly when we went to we talked to, talk to Lawrence Cielo that yeah. one night on the show?
3: Yeah.
0: And I
2: remember her telling me that my my spirit guide looked like Bigfoot.
3: Yeah.
0: And she
2: was like, "I see your spirit guide, and I've been trying to talk to Bigfoot." for
0: eight years
2: how long we've uh we've had since we talked to her. But I mean and she was like, Yeah, he looks like he looks like a Bigfoot. I'm like, all right, picturing like Bigfoot as my as my spirit guide. Uh, but I've never seen him. I've never
1: seen I my can, spirit I, I can see that's just my Vanessa so. Hobel's guide is, pa- is very powerful. <laughs> Um, I know that she won't mind me saying that on the air, but Vanessa hogel has got like her she's got a damn gate protector on on one of her spirit guides. Oh my gosh. Uh and I know Vanessa's on here. I see her, so I love you and and you know, I'm Vanessa, saying it in good and sometimes people have very strong guides. And she's got a gate. You had, uh,
2: I remember Ashley, our friend Ashley from Crop had we you were trying she was on, you were trying to do reading on her at the cabin and this the, the spirit guide that she had with her would not let you give her a reading if i remember correctly jerry yeah
1: yeah she she had it was just and the same thing with vanessa that it was like who are you i had to explain who i was who i was don't mess up my show get off (laughs) bye i love you third eye sister but every time she does my internet goes out hi, bye, really fast. <laughs> That's
0: Last time funny. she
1: came in here, my whole internet went out. My whole show went out. Uh, you're, uh, hopefully she's grounded. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It messed it all up. But no, she, <laughs> it wouldn't. Yeah, I see. No, you can stay on, but when I start seeing the little internet thing moving around, you got to go. <laughs> Her energy is just so strong, it's not even funny. Okay, she stopped my singing bowl from going on. I was trying to do my singing bowl really pretty, and actually, that showed up in my memories today. I was trying to do my singing bowl, Holly, you know how you got your, (coughs) I got my little singing bowl and stuff. Well, she just completely stopped it, and it just would not work, okay? (laughs) So when I did my show, she came onto my show a few weeks ago just to do what she's doing now, hello, and it just knocked the whole thing out. (laughs) <laughs> don't that die. energy, man? I know it was. It yeah, was. Definitely just, there. like. But when she left it, everything came back. You know, <laughs> all my internet came back. So don't. Um, Kimberly wants to know: Do they present as lights around people? Mine don't. I, I personally, I haven't seen them as lights around people. They kind of show me here. Holly, what about you? Cause so.
3: Okay, when I first started opening up on my path, I had someone tell me that I had a person around me. I was never able to feel a guide there, Um, so I was like many other people, just blind to it. But when someone then tells you that something's there, you start looking for it, right? You start feeling it out for it because what it is is we're sleepwalking. So these guides are here to help us go, here, bitch, let, let me show you the way. Okay. Um, So they're there to protect you um, when they need to. They're there to guide you when they need to. um, And they can change. So it ain't like you have the same guide for the rest of your life. As you progress and as you um, go along your path, they may stand back. Um, They may be there forever, but not in your general aura field and energy field to be helping you and aiding you. They are not there to be a crutch for you at all. Um, They can be seen many different ways, through dreams, through the mind's eye. I do a lot of communication with telepathic way, the mind's eye, when you're connecting with something. People want to say that's your imagination. It is, baby. Don't lose it. Don't tell your child to ever lose their imagination because that is the key to what we need to see that we've been taught that we can't see it's there i promise you we mm-hmm. just see it in a different way and we've been taught that because you see it that way it's not real that's not true it can be seen in lots around people although i have not for me mine was actually uh, my first guide was a human once human who has passed away he was a very um well spoken to women man just um he had a dog with him his name was john and the reason i know is because I then closed my eyes one day and said, well, if you're here around me, tell me your name. And instantly, he started communicating. Um, So you have to trust yourself. You have to trust what you're hearing. You have to trust what you're seeing. And you've got to feel it. That is ultimately the growth process. So John, he was with me for a a while. He stood back a lot. Um, And then a Native American um, shaman come in. And he's a big chief man. And he no longer is around me either. Um, Some of the work that I've been doing has been on a deeper scale. Um, I've been doing a lot of um, of out-of-body exploration, a lot of spiritual work, trying to get to the root causes of, you know, where is this coming from? Letting spirit guide me. So when you completely give over and and you start doing what's on your path, you find that maybe you don't have guides around you as much anymore. But you have... Their essence is there. You feel protected. um, But you start communicating with other higher beings. Um, So you start to understand these things things on a different scale. So having the spirit guide there isn't so important to know about as much as it is is for you to open yourself up, to understand yourself, to communicate with your higher self, because that's the goal, is to Connect with that higher self. These guides are here again as like a watcher, um, a person who is there to help guide us on our energetic way. So, oh. so I mean, that's the way that I feel about it, and that's the that's how I've I, I've really dealt with it. Like that's that's mm-hmm. how I've experienced it. Yeah. Well,
1: Kimberly said that's you-
3: funny. Like when he was interacting with me. And he knew I was like I was supposed to change something. Like we was in a situation, he would press down on my shoulders. I would feel him physically press down on my shoulders, and I'm like, oh shit, you know, like okay, like something's around. I know he he that was his way of letting me know that he was around me, that I was protected, that he was there for a purpose. So as a healer, um, a conduit of healing, however you want to say it. We have to be very well protected. If we don't know how to shield properly, if we don't know how to do any of that, we might as well get out of the process of even trying to be that conduit of healing because you have to understand energy and how it how it works with everything. So guides are very important. But do you need to know them right away? You don't. So you can you have to know that you have to open yourself up to be able to interact with your guides. So it's more important for you to do your inside work than it is
1: to find out who your God is. Yeah, the inside work is the key. The, the work that we don't want to do inside is the key yeah. to what to what makes us grow. And if we don't do that, you know, everybody wants to to do what we do, but it has <clears> taken <throat> a lot of work to do what we do, and it, and we have to work at it every day. It's not something you pick up and put down one day. You know, it's like I said, it's it's an it's everyday maintenance every single day, and there are some people that you're going to be shutting out of your life too because you're just not on that vibrational plane anymore. Nope.
3: So Kimberly
1: wanted. Kimberly said she sees lights around people, and she was wondering what they are. I commented they may be spirits because when I'm doing Reiki, I'll see like um, sometimes I'll see blips of purple light or lips of white light and then that's normally when spirit comes through and starts mm-hmm. doing their communication with me um, so Holly your thoughts on yeah. that
3: um, so seeing the lights around someone I've seen lights before they're like light orbs um, but it was when I was having out of body experiences through astral projection um, I don't see ARAs a lot I really don't mine is all very much so the energy, the feels, the feeling, the mind the, eye, the mind's eye, seeing and feeling that way. But the beautiful part about it, Kimberly, is that that is amazing for yourself. That is a part of who you are and that is how you interact with it. You know what them lights are. You don't need us to tell you. You just got to believe and to understand and be open for communication for spirit to say, honey, this is what it is. Believe in it. You don't need that validation. Validation's enough, but you already know what them lights are.
1: Yeah. Third eye, so Roy, I know you're still not on the show. I hope not. I see my internet going like this.
3: <laughs> no, no, I'm going to take a pee break. I'll be right back.
1: Okay. Cool.
2: So, yeah, I mean, I yeah. think a lot of times people, um, it goes back to just accepting. When you, you hear, hear the Spirit God giving you advice, um just learning to learn, listen to it and accept it
1: for what it is All right yeah you know but you know like she said it's um the the biggest thing is doing the inside shadow work which is an, an easy thing to do
2: it's it's tough because it's tough to look in and there are times that I'll, I'll be sitting in bed and i'll just be and i'll and i'll, and I'll get these visions i'll get these like just like I'll go like introspective type things where in my, you know, and I start thinking about not really just kind of just in myself, but more thinking about, hey, you know, what kind of stuff have I done in my life to get to where I am? And I start thinking about the the bad things I've done. And, you know, I, I try to try to look at this stuff and accept it. Like this is, okay, this is what I need to work on. This is, you know, how I need to improve myself to become a better person. Um, and it's tough to do because there are things that you, you you don't want to face. You don't want to uh, you don't want to put yourself through it. It's easier just to ignore it and be like, oh well, you know, whatever. That's that's fine. Um, but if you if you go through it and you and you look at yourself and you learn from your mistakes, and sometimes I've made mistakes more than more than once, like dozens of times. But it's that thirteenth time where it's like, all right, this is when it's gonna stick. This is and then you can move on and you can you can go into the future a better person if you learn if you take the time to go look in look in yourself. You can't really grow out until you look in look inside yourself and um fix whatever you need to fix. All right?
1: Kim wants to know, do the colors mean anything? Well, that can mean many things.
3: I mean, as far as, like, the purple, like Derry was talking about, I always think of purple associated with the third eye. You see that a lot, dear, and I know, I don't know about you with your Reiki, 100%. I know you do. Um, but me, with my healings, um, you, you, I feel them more than anything. So when you're seeing them lights, when you have someone who's under who's having this done to them, they talk about seeing the colors, and the colors to me, depending on the color you see, represents the chakra that you're that is being worked with at that moment. But um, yeah, the lights are there's many different meanings for the lights. I'm not sure. I just go I roll with what feels good to me and and you know dealing with my own um, ways of seeing things and feeling things. So the, the best thing to do is not doubt yourself because I guarantee you, you already have that answer. You just got to sit down and you got to listen and you let spirit tell you. And, and you got to go with it, man. That, that answer that you hear inside of your head, that is part of the telepathy. That is part of the communication with spirit. And that is a one way connection. And, you know, everybody's got that. It's just up to us, whether we pick up the line and go, Hey spirit, I'm ready to, to learn. You know, I'm ready to trust myself.
1: And that, and that, and that's the same thing when you're when I'm looking at people's auras, um, you know there there are so many written, so many writings about what aura color mean, and I really just go with what my intuition is telling me. Um, when I'm looking at an aura, I don't go based on what the meanings of what somebody else wrote. Um I yep. go based on what, what if what I'm being told that okay, this is something that needs to be worked on if your aura is a dark pea yellow for instance, there's yep. a lack of confidence in in yourself, and you we are, don't know yeah. about the bad things um with that, but it's things that 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 person needs to help them grow you know, it has good meanings to it, too, but I focus on, okay, you know, this is what are, these are some things that could be worked on. I know that, you know, like mossy colors are the ones with grief and jealousy, and those are the inner things that we don't want to work on, see, and so, you know, goes on the same line with aura readings, too, when you're looking at the colors have meanings to them, and I like it when I'm when i do there was one particular guy i went to a restaurant and this lady was introducing me to her staff and i felt the need to grab his hands i didn't know why but i just did and then all this purple light just came over me and that mm-hmm. told me that he not he was not fulfilling the purpose that he was brought here to do um like we are light worker reiki he's he is really supposed to be doing that Um, and he's not, so I really hope, I hope when I go back to the restaurant and see him, I hope that he is um, following that path, because that purple was just the prettiest purple I had ever seen in my life, and I was like, oh, my God, and it hit me right there. I mean, it was just like purple, you know, and I was like, oh, my God, you know, and soft-spoken, very, um, he was, good gracious, he was about six foot five, I mean, I'm sitting up here going, and "You're serving a purpose, you know." But he was Black gentle. Dallas,
3: he's six four, so I'm always like,
1: "Yeah, you're okay. like, yeah." And there's some things that you should be working on. And you're
3: like, "You're just, you're, you're a conduit for this energy, and you just need to." You know, spread your wings, you know? (laughs) Exactly,
1: exactly. So, yeah, Kimberly wanted to know. I wonder if they're related to aura and the lights.
3: It's hard to say. There's such a broadness of that. And what Jerry's saying, what she's hitting on, is it it should make sense to a lot of you, I promise you. You feel it. So she may feel something with a color that's associated with someone, but it's because that's the way she's perceiving it, right? That's the way she feels it. So when you see these lights, what do you feel, Kimberly? Think about that. So really kind of step outside of your your situation and your experiences, and you will have the answers. Just, and and yeah. I know it's weird. People will be like, well, how come you can't give her the answers? We're not meant to give her the answers. You have to learn that on your own, and it's puzzle pieces, that spirit. Even if it's 10, 15 years later, you know, (laughs) very guilty over here, you know. I I was part of the blind masses for a long time. Even even if I was awakened, I still wasn't following the path completely, you know. I didn't completely give Mm -hmm. over. Um, So until you give over to it, and it becomes uh, your life, you know. It becomes... Everything, um, teaching, the learning, the learning especially, you just can't get enough of it. It's like getting into a really good movie or book and you just don't want to let go of it. Um, but the beautiful yeah. part of it is you don't have to. Uh, that's how you grow. And I think that finding your way and your knack of doing things doesn't have to be like everybody else's. So it's hard to say. And I'm with you on the colors. Again, when you read up online, like the mood ring, I, I wear a mood ring all the time, and you look up the meaning of it and tell you something, and then somebody says something else. So I think it's about the feelings and the energy connected to it and knowing the connection.
1: Yeah, I look at my little mood ring colors different, too. I don't yeah. wear it as much, but I have like three of them, I think.
3: <laughs> I ain't got mine on tonight. It's laying over here, but it's been changing colors lately on me. It's I love it. I, I just love mood rings. I don't
1: know. I'm just one of those flower children, I guess. <laughs> ah, yeah, those are, I, I like I said, I got like three of them. And then I got these little mood-changing ladybugs. I don't know why I like those. And they got some mood um, mood-changing beads. I don't know if you've seen those. But they're beads. Oh, gosh, girl. Yeah, they're beads that you can put into bracelets. And you can, they're they're actually mood, um mood bead bracelet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I, rock and <laughs> yeah, I love little things right there because I can look down and I'll be and I'll be like, oh shit! And I got a mood changing um, pendant too, which I don't wear very often because I know my mood and I'm like, oh, this is turning just a little bit dark. I guess you pissed me off. It's one of those type mood things. Yeah. <laughs> I, how are you, Tracy? Hey, Tracy. Whoop, whoop. Just Let's over see. here, you know, living the
3: life. Ah,
1: yeah. huh. you say something to me?
3: Yeah, I said I was over here living the life as I take my big swig of lemon water in my mason jar. Nice.
2: <laughs> Cute. Like drinking so, moonshine.
1: Yeah, Tina, oh, my, uh, my sister, she was reminding me that my mom she sees colored veils at nighttime. So she'll have veils on, like, women's faces, and veils come to her in her room at nighttime, and she just sits there and watches them all. And then she'll call me up the next morning. She'll say, I saw this color, but this veil got real close to me, and it has different people in it, and I keep associating that still with past lives. Yeah. You
3: know. You innately know. It's like Kimberly says, it helps with the diagnosis. It truly does. It, It does. But to seal that diagnosis, you know what I'm saying? It, it's not mm-hmm. to be validated. I love to be validated. Don't get me wrong because it helps me know that, you know, I ain't all the way damn crazy. <laughs> you know
2: what I'm saying? Not all the I, way I, damn crazy. We have
1: Holly, you're not, and you're and not sure. doing boo bitch. No, she's I, – I don't mean to interrupt you. i going to answer Tracy's question real quick. She's actually – Holly is actually going to be at the cabin on 360 May 21st. Um, yeah. you'll
3: know. Yeah. Okay. I'd love to be out there, man. I I would. I actually got some stuff going on that weekend, or I would definitely be there. I'm a big supporter of um, domestic violence. Anything that goes toward, um, you know, the cabinet 360. The Ron and Dennis and them them guys out there, they're awesome. They're always raising money and doing things for other people, and I love that. And I think it's beautiful. Um it it raises awareness and it lets people know that they're not alone. Um in these situations.
1: Yep.
2: Yeah.
1: We don't have too much longer. A few minutes
2: yeah. before
1: we get yeah. off a of block of like three minutes. Um yeah. What was I gonna say? Oh uh, never mind, let's see your honorary that she, yeah, we know she, she really is. I think we're gonna have to see out. She can say the word no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Tracy can't help everybody. Love you, but <laughs> there. She's so cute. No. Yeah. Uh, Ryan, we got two minutes for the
2: call. Well, I mean, does, does Holly have anything coming up as far as like um, like getaways and stuff that she wants to talk about before you have to get off here?
3: Sure, yeah, I'll hit you. I actually got Dallas to send me over a bunch of dates because I'm awful and I can't remember shit. <laughs> so May 14th, I'm in Indiana at the Para Cafe. Um, We're going to be doing a gallery reading there and setting up our Holler Hippie stuff and just having a good old shindig up there. Um, Weird Weekends is putting that on. Again, that's in Winchester, Indiana at the Cafe. May 21st we'll be at the Cabin. I hope you guys can join us out there for some seances and public investigations. Um, The summer solstice at the Cambry House in Nauvoo, Illinois, that's right off the Mississippi. It's June the 18th. We'll be out there set up. um, Always amazing location. And going back in July and actually doing a spiritual retreat there. So our Appalachian spiritual retreats, we have them at least three times a year. This is a special event. We like to, um, we're branching out and trying to reach out to locations um, and teaching others how to do the retreats if that's something that they're they're interested in Um, or just being able to help people um, and get us as far out there as we can to help other people and just be them way showers that we need to be for the people that are very drawn to taking the retreats and uh, diving deeper within themselves. Um, August the 19th, uh, oh, sorry, August, July 8th through the 10th is the Cambry House retreat. So all of our other retreats are pretty much filled up. So there's no openings for that, but they are openings for this one, which will be out there on the Mississippi and we'll have a blast. It's a whole three day um, ordeal and um, it's, it's going to be amazing. Um, we have a lot of other stuff going on too, but that just, that's enough. <laughs> That's enough for now. <laughs>
2: well, I was hey, Got a full sleep. we got 30 seconds left, guys. What was that? All right. so uh,
1: Fine. On. Blog talk's going to kick us off in 20 seconds, dude.
2: Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for to, to, tuning in to Spiritual Talk. Um, is, this two hours went by really fast. We got to do this again. In a couple, another couple months. Um, this is this was a lot of fun. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. Yeah. Thanks.
1: Well, I, yeah, I, I have
2: not been dropped yet.
1: Hold on. Hold on.
2: That there it is. The broadcast has ended.
1: That one's ended. Hold on. The the live broadcast has ended. Blog talk has ended. So I'm gonna hang.